Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Legsit War Room. We have a special, special guest, Brother Desi. I'm not even going to screw up your last name, but Brother Desi from New York. He's running for Congress in the 14th District in New York against AOC. And when we heard about that, we were like, bro, we got to get the brother on the show. I mean, I love his first name. And uh, what I'm hearing, a lot of good stuff. But, bro, thank you for coming on the special edition of the Legsit War Room. Appreciate it, man. My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. It's... I was very excited, so I'm, I'm, I'm super hyped. This is great. Cool, man. So be, before we start digging into some of the questions we want to ask you so to let everybody get to know you a little bit more, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your, 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 uh, how you grew up and how all this came about to where you are right now. Yeah, so um, I grew up in Queens, uh, traditional Cuban family household, um, raised by my single mom, grandparents, and, uh, you know, we – we struggled a little bit financially growing up um, because New York has always been and, and it seems like it's always going to be just an insanely expensive place to live. So, you know, because of that, my mother was always looking for forms of, uh, you know, work that allowed her to provide properly as a single mother with with nobody to, to help her out, essentially. So we moved around a little bit uh, as I grew up. I went to four different high schools. I went to high school in Hong Kong at one point, which is insane. Um, Ended up coming back to New York and 2015, I enlisted in the National Guard. Um, I've been serving since then. I did three years active duty with the state. Um, and essentially, I started seeing it was like right at the beginning of when AOC got elected, which I was, you know, as a Latino myself, I was excited that she got elected. I was like, oh, crap. Like, so a young person, a Latina, like this might be something interesting. This is a little bit different from the norm. Right. And then I just started seeing continued mistakes, uh, continued ignorance, um, kind of like a mischaracterization of the Hispanic culture in general. Right. And, um, you know, fast forward to this year, um, I decided to run and I had to make a decision essentially like, do you want to keep running or do you want to keep working on your job with the active duty? So they essentially told me I had to pick one or the other. So I, I decided to leave that and, and go full force with, uh, the campaign and here we are wow that's awesome bro because you know what it takes it's one thing to get on social media but it's another thing to actually put yourself out there to where um your 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 whole life is going to be in a spotlight and um i'm glad that you're doing it we need more patriots to stand up against a lot of these i mean i'm gonna call them leftist loonies right leftist liberal loonies we need uh, because it's so extreme right now there's nobody that's even agreeing to disagree you know and um, I, I'm just, uh, I commend you for, for standing up and doing this. So let's dig in. Go ahead, Brother Jess. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. And I know a lot of us are uh, got our paying attention to this race because, you know, AOC is one of the most hated amongst conservatives. AOC, she's one of the top, the top even amongst, two. Even amongst Democrats. Right. Yes, we can't stand her. She's like a little little uh bernie sanders i mean she took over the mantle of socialism it seems from bernie sanders so i know we all want her um out of here but my question is to you is is what are your thoughts brother on why do you think so many uh not only latinos we've seen the, the numbers were latinos are up to 50 percent for republicans for latinos now but in general americans why do you think so many americans are leaving the left right now i think that a big reason um, that the 
so many people are leaving the left, especially Latinos, uh, among other minority groups, is because Democrats like to basically segregate minority voters by stereotyping them. So they try and make it seem like there's just one type of Latino, when in reality, we don't all listen to the same type of music. We don't all dance the same way. We don't have the same religious beliefs. Um, we don't even eat the same type of food. We eat different rice or different beans, depending on you know what part of Central or South America or the Caribbean you're from. So in reality, the thing that's the most important to Latinos is the same thing that's important to Americans in general, which is jobs, safety, being able to provide for your family, having the resources to be able to start a family are the most important things because that's part of the American dream. And it's it's the American promise that every person tells himself when they decide to immigrate to this country and leave everything behind. And, and Democrats are destroying that at every level. And I think that it's just making everybody realize like, hey, we need to pay attention more to who's on the ballot other than the letter D or the letter R. We need to actually look at what's important to these people. Um, and I think that that's one of the biggest reasons that uh, people are leaving you know, the Democratic Party because they're realizing that they're not offering them anything. Also, too, I just think the people are just fed up, brother, guys like me, because I was a former Democrat. And we just see because the fake media and the big tech and all of them help them get in, in office. They all they do is lie. They'll make all kinds of promises and they never come through on anything. So we're just people just in all ways. We're just tired of um, their their nuts, because to me, it's not even the same party as five years ago. They're just yeah. totally whacked out, totally went so far to the left that people are just regular everyday people are just sick of it we're just sick of all the rhetoric everything about uh the democrat party so like i said we're just so happy that uh you jumped in the race brother and we're going to be pushing you uh pushing for you to to win we're gonna do everything we can to help you but uh go ahead sister uh, michelle so uh 50 percent of uh district um uh 14 is um, Hispanic. Yes. And I know most of the, you know, that uh, population is most uh, likely a Democrat. How mm -hmm. do you uh, propose to try, you know, to bring them over, you know, to vote a Republican, you know, possibly, you know, for the uh, first time in their lives? That's a good question. Um, I think that right now we're looking at a special moment in history to where that you know quote unquote red wave already started to manifest and show itself um recent polls have been showing you you look two months ago it's hilarious two months ago it was like 46 percent of latinos now are, are shifting more towards the republicans and then a couple weeks ago it's now 50 percent so within the next month two months it could very well go 55 percent now we're voting for the you know republicans as opposed to uh democrats can go um 60%. So I think that what's happening is that they're waking up on their own and they're starting to realize like, Hey, my community is falling apart. Right. It takes forever for police officers to get here. Whenever anything happens, uh, looting is up. Robbery is up. Um, school systems are down. Um, you know, everything is falling apart and look at all the people that are, that are there in office. Essentially they're all Democrats. So I think that if I can go to the district and I could speak to the constituents, in the district and let them know, hey, these are what the Democrats have in store for you. These are the types of things that are going to continue to happen unless you start changing who you vote for. I think if we could just lay it out for them in, in just a common way and not pander to them, then, you know, they're going to see in general 
what's going on and, and they're going to likely change their mind because Hispanic people are very, they're very pro action people. So whenever something's upsetting to them, instantly they're going to do something about it. So if you let them know, Hey, this is, this is what you need to do to make something change. I, I strongly believe that they're going to start doing the right thing and voting to make a change for their community. Because you look at Florida, it's, it's one standard of living. You look at New York, it's another standard of living. And to put it in the most simplest terms, one is a Republican ran state and the other one is a Democrat ran state. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to be very easy to, to change people's minds. Absolutely. I hope so. And I think you made a good point of not um, uh, pandering, you know, to them and just, you know, really, you know, speaking uh, forcefully, because yes. I think as, you know, Hispanics, that's why um, Trump, you know, was so powerful because, you know, he, you know, spoke the truth and had a very uh, commanding presence. So I hope you do that as well with your Thank district. You yes. And, and with, with Trump, I think what I think that the the big movement of people shifting to the right is is largely in part due to Trump, because what he did was he came in and he said, "Look, things are going this way. I think both sides are doing certain things wrong, but what I plan to do is X, Y, and Z." And when he came in, he delivered. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the Democratic Party, they they'll promise you everything under the stars, and then when they come in, they'll do whatever they want to do. So I think that that showed a lot of people like, "Hey, maybe these Republicans aren't as bad." is what we've thought our whole lives. You know what I mean? Like Trump really came in and kind of showed everybody that it's, there's more at stake than what people think. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure, bro. Uh, and that, I remember going live, brings me back to going live with Brandon Tatum. We went live with Brandon Tatum last night, but he brought in, I told him one time, I said, Trump running, what does that change? And this was like two and a half years ago, we went live with him and he said, what Trump brought to the game is politics will never be the same. You actually are going to have to go out now and really work for it. You know what I mean? Like people are going to not sit back like before. And you're not going to be able to just be like your typical politician and everybody's just going to be like, cool, he's a Republican. I'm going to vote for him. You actually have to say, look it, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? And it switched this whole game up. And, and, uh, and I think that uh, the sister's right. I think that, uh, that's the big wave that happened and i think that we it's easy to continue that wave now that it's going especially when latinos are starving for something right now you know what i mean exactly and um so my question is this bro and i know you're out there you're probably boots on the ground talking to people shaking hands doing all that stuff what are you hearing and not only what are you hearing from one side what are you hearing from the other side because i'm pretty sure where you're at you got to get both right you got to yes. pretty much get somebody so i mean you can't just go bananas just on one side you gotta you know you gotta do both so what are you hearing that you're able to um you think you're able to achieve from both of these sides i'm hearing a lot of people thanking me which is the most surprising part because i i kind of expect a little more pushback uh when it came right. to this because you know in the media it seems like she's a superstar but really she's just a superstar outside of the district um so i hear a lot of people just saying thank you Thank you so much. Get her out. Please get her out. Oh, my God. I hate her. I can't stand her. Some people are saying, I, I wish I lived in the district just so I could vote against her. So this is people <laughs> just from all across the state that cannot stand her. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that. And, and, you know, more on the other side of, of the Democrats, I'm hearing a lot of them not being aware of some of the things that she's done. A lot of them aren't aware of her stance on, um, you know, being a Democratic socialist. Um, they're unaware of her stance when it came to what happened with Cuba, how she was basically 
blaming the United States and the embargo for what's going on in Cuba and, and saying that, you know, we need to loosen it just so we can allow the government the ability to have more power to give more to the mm. people. Um, her ties with, the, you know, the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, um, them having their stance on the on the Cuban, you know, issue that was happening. So a lot of people are either unaware of what she's done or what she stands for. And a lot of people are just super for her getting out. They can't stand her. There's a small group of people who are just the diehards for, her, but you know, you can't win everybody. So that's awesome, bro, because that's to me, that's what it takes. I think uh, I was on live with somebody the other day and they were like, I'm going to start going from town to town just to do their own little thing. And I thought to myself, that's the best way to do it because now with social media, hitting everybody and throwing everybody into their own echo chambers, it's kind of hard to get out there on social media anymore with them controlling everything. And I think going out there on both sides and either agreeing to disagree and all that, I think we need to take it back there. Because that's what Trump did. He had these huge rallies. You know what I mean? He was talking to everybody and he was doing this. And I think that's huge with people that want to feel like their vote is going somewhere, you know, instead of just, uh, he came by, you know, one time and, and we never seen him again, you know? So, yeah. you know, that, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, it's it. With with the way that politics are today, I'm fine with working with anybody, Democrat, Republican. It, it doesn't matter. I'm fine with working them as long as we share a common goal, and that goal should be in, like improving the the standard of the American way of life and facilitating more opportunities for people who are qualified to get to those opportunities so that they can achieve something more. But if you're not against that, then we can go to war. You know what I mean? And by war, I mean you know I got to be careful with how I say that that word. I mean idealistically we can go to war and we could we could say hey right. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take your actions and the facts to you and hold you accountable to them um but if you want to work together we can we can work together and we can make a lot of progress but if not it's you know the, the odds are in the republicans favor because the track record especially recently is they've been doing more good for the country than bad right go on brother jess yeah, bro. I wanted to talk to you more about uh, your opponent, AOC, because we all remember how fake she is. That I remember big thing that always comes to my mind is that when the all that stuff was going on at the border, man, we all remember how she went over there fake crying right there on the. But yet, uh, where is she at now? With the, the wide open border, you know what I mean? Even like when uh, they were uh. Biden was trying to say, no, nobody can't see no pictures or nothing about all the stuff that's going on at the, in those cages or whatever they want to call them. And then the, it came out exposed that they're all in the cages and all that, no mask, no nothing and all that. And yet where's her outreach? She, she's avoiding the border like the plague. You know what I mean? She ain't going over there. Where's she at? It was just totally all fake. And we all know like she's one of the most, I think, beloved by the fake media like how you were saying earlier the fake media totally protects her or they'll attack anybody because she's like their darling of of the fake media and hollywood and just the little communist college kids antifa and all those type those are like they love her so that should tell everybody if antifa and all of them are loving her then that should let you know that she she uh ain't no good but uh I just wanted to get some of your thoughts on her. What do you think of, of your opponent and why should people stay away from her or vote her out? I think that um, if we could dispel this myth that AOC is, you know, just a girl from the Bronx that uh, started a grassroots movement 
and um, is one of the community. You know, if we could dispel that myth and just shore for what she is, which is essentially she's a fraud, um, then that would be something that would illuminate a lot of people's understanding of who she is and what she actually intends to do. So a lot of people know, don't know this, but um, there's a political action committee. It's, you know, a PAC, and it's called Justice Democrats. So Justice Democrats, essentially, they were started by some of the heads of the Bernie Sanders uh, presidential campaign of 2016. They held a massive casting. I think it was like 10,000 people. And um, AOC's brother put her name in to be selected. She was selected. And basically, she won out on a job. They coached her. They held her hand. And they basically guided her through putting the top people in, in you know, Democratic politics behind the scenes to back her. And, you know, this is not somebody, like I said, this is not somebody who decided to run because she wanted to make the community better. There's not somebody who decided to, to run because, you know, she was able to build a grassroots movement and inspire her community to get behind her. This is somebody that is backed, funded, and propagandized by important people in the media, important people in the Democratic Party, and they've been pushing her. So she literally is the establishment repackaged. She is a fraud. So when people realize that if it wasn't for, if, if AOC would have never been born, there would literally be another person in her exact same position, doing the exact same things, pushing the exact same policies. So that that the Green New Deal, I think was written in, in I don't know how many hours by her staffers. I don't even think she's read. So that's why she never debates anybody on it. So when you look at the facts, she is just a puppet. She is she's a, a piece that is there just to be shown to push a, a, an overall agenda that will destroy the United States of America. And if people don't wake up to that, we're going to lose everything. So the, the, she is not the real candidate that people are looking for, that they think that that she is. And that's why, as you said, with the border, she was down there crying and then, you know, everything was going crazy. And then now she's nowhere to be found. She does not have an opinion or a stance on anything unless it's politically motivated. If it doesn't make her policies or her agenda at the moment look good, then she doesn't have that, that belief anymore. Exactly. She's just a, like you hit it right on the nose on you hit it right perfectly. She's just a mouthpiece for the Democrat Party. That's all she is. She doesn't do anything for the people of New York. She doesn't do anything about anything. That's all she's up there. She's more like for the Latin X type of people. And, you know, us Latinos exactly. totally yeah. against that. And she was all yeah. one of the ones pushing that. So any Latino that are watching this, are you Latin X? She's down with that. Are you a Latinx or are you a Latino or a Latina? You know what I mean? And like you said, they try to paint her as like she's just a regular everyday Latina bartender. She, for one, she ain't too bright. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that you hear her talk and all that, you could tell she ain't smart. You know what I mean? She, she's, I don't want to talk too bad about her, but she ain't too bright. And uh, she's just a righteous old, old leftist. She doesn't, She does, it's just sad kind of that she's a Latina, you know what I mean? Because we don't claim her. She she don't exactly. speak for Latinos. She doesn't I mean, even she don't like speak for Latina, us. Latina to me. I don't know. She just, yeah, she, she don't speak she, for Latinos. We ain't no Latinx and all of that. So we need to put, most like we're conservative, you know what I mean? We're against socialism, all that stuff that she's pushing, even all that transgender, all that kind of Crap, you, you like them teaching all that to your kids and all that in schools and all that? Well, she'll be for all that. 100%. And you know yeah. us Latinos, we're totally against that. But um, go ahead, Sister Michelle. I think we've actually gone uh, soft on her. Not not actually, but she is very uh, dangerous, you know, to, you know, 
all of us, what she represents is a socialist agenda. And that's what she was planted there for. You know, you're exactly right that this was not just some, you know, young, you know, um, a bartender. She was propped up and continues to be propped up by, you know, Democrats, media, Soros, all of them. So this isn't just, you know, some, you know, stupid girl that, you know, we kind of laugh off. She is a serious a threat to Absolutely. all of us. And I think that this race is so crucial because there will be, you know, um, more AOCs after her. And we have to weed this out now. You know, she is, you know, the beginning of this. And we yeah. have to weed her out now. We have to stand up and say, no, we will not have this. Yeah, the, the ju- I'm sorry, to yes. not just to interact and, yeah, and add yeah. on your point. Uh, Justice Democrats, that that same organization that that put AOC in, they also put Ilhan Omar in. Exactly. So the it's swap. they're not. It's not a. It's not a coincidence. It's not an accident. This is being orchestrated on purpose, and we have yes. no idea. The, the majority of voters have no idea what they're voting for. So this but was, that's just to put on your. Point. This has been planned for years in advance, and I believe in June, um, you know the. Um, crime rate has gone way up and she responded by saying, Oh, you know, they're being, you know, hysterical. You know, how do you uh, respond to that? That, you know, you know, you guys are just hysterical. There's no crime uptick. There's no stealing. There's no looting. You're crazy. How do you respond right, to that? They're just trying to feed their family. They said, right. Right. Yeah, the 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 whole thing with you know exactly as she was saying, it's just it's just media hysteria. Don't listen to it. They're just trying to like basically if if you see anything with your own eyes, you're you're uh, you know what is it called the uh, um, conspiracy theorist. Right. If you start pointing out like, hey, how come there's like a bunch of crime right now? How come the CVS keeps getting looted? How come you know these are there are all these criminals on the street? You're just a conspiracy theorist. Everybody's a good person. Let's just let's leave our doors unlocked. And let's leave our windows open because everybody's a good person. Uh, we don't need police because everybody's a good person. No, there, there's definitely criminals that, you know, that are being, you know, reintroduced into society. And they've been since the conception of, of COVID because you have uh, the Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, which is, thank God he's, he's out. Um, he basically said, hey, in order for us to um, limit the spread of COVID, we're going to be releasing people from prison before their term. So you could be waiting. You could have five years left on your term. You got 10 years left on your term. It doesn't matter. Let people out because they didn't want them to get COVID and to spread COVID. So what happened is these criminals, they went back on the street. Coincidentally, around the same amount of time, you have uh, New York City Council. They voted to abolish bail. So anybody who had been in jail for, you know, violent crimes, assault, arson, robbery, burglary, uh, what have it. Um, all these people that were in jail for that, they're out now. And if they commit those same crimes, they'll be let out again. They don't have to pay bail. So they're let right. out the next day. Sometimes that even that same day. So, you know, it's, it's insulting that they try and manipulate everything. And the, the reason why they say that they're standing up for getting rid of bail or getting rid of the police is because they're saying that it targets minority communities. So what they're doing is they're conflating minority communities with criminals. Right. Because I don't know of any minority community that is okay with criminals being on the streets. 
or that is okay with the guy who just assaulted somebody to be back in the streets. I don't know of any minority community that is okay with police not keeping the streets safe. So it's just, it's insane. Right. That, well, you, know, that, you, know, you know, adding on on top of that, it's crazy, bro. Here in California, it's kind of similar to New York. I was just driving the other day to um, to get something to eat and, 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 and it, it literally boggled my mind. I'm sitting there and I'm watching two Hispanic guys walk out. They got hands, their hands are filled with clothes. They're, they're stealing, right? Security is behind them, can't do nothing, just doing this, you know, because they can't do nothing. They're just kind of walking behind them, but they're wearing their masks. And I'm thinking to myself, so if they were to walk up having their masks on, um, they would have said, nope, guess what? You can't come in. But they commit a crime <laughs> and they do nothing about it. I'm like, and in New York, and I think this is, is the biggest thing to people that are out there, is I think everybody's kind of sick of this, the mandates, the, 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 the jab, whatever you want to call it. People are, are tired of it. And um, what, what, what do you think that you're going to offer? And I know, of course, it's, it's, it's kind of on both sides. But what do you have in mind to kind of calm, calm the storm? Because I know you can't just come out and be like, let's have a, uh, and I don't even want to say it because we're going to end up getting hit or something, but you don't want to have a, a burning ceremony of, of, of certain things, right? You don't want to be like, but you have to kind of make people feel calm. So what, what are you, what measures are you taking? Are you going to take to be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I think that with the policies that are in place right now, if, um, if we could do something to change the people who are putting those policies into place. So for example, one of the first things that I want to do is introduce uh, term limits. There has to be term limits introduced because if there's term limits for the United States president, there has to be term limits for Congress and for the Senate. Right. We cannot have, we have people in office right now in Congress that have been in office since before the Berlin wall fell down. Jeez. Since before the internet was created and we're wondering why nothing is changing. So we need to have term limits so that people can get out because a, a career in politics should not, there shouldn't be a career in politics. You should get in, do what you can to help out, set it up for the next person to come in after you and then get out. That's it. You shouldn't be making a life career out of this. You shouldn't be, you know, getting rich with insider trading laws being, you know, Congress and, and Senate being exempt from it. Either everybody is exempt from insider trading or nobody can do insider trading. But right. right now we have a system where if you're a normal citizen, you can't do insider trading. But if you're Nancy Pelosi or her husband, then you could do you insider can. trading. Or right. you know when when they had the Obamacare, everybody was forced to get Obamacare, also you're going to get hit with a with a, with a fee. <laughs> Except in Congress, we need right. to stop having them you know be better than exactly. everybody else. Yeah. Yes, we cannot do that. That and also we need to have stronger politicians that kind of just. Take a stand on their own. This is the chance right now that we have, especially now that Joe Biden basically said, hey, we can't do anything. It's all on you guys at the state level. It's kind of always been that. He's not telling us anything that we don't know. Yeah, it's always But what they that. need to do now is just take the decision to return things to normalcy. You look at Florida. Okay. I, I hate always going back to Florida, but you look at Florida, they went back to normalcy as, as close as possible to it not being normal. And then you look at New York, it's like a, a socialist country, basically. You can't even, there, there's a video that I saw yesterday or today of a girl with her son and the police were going up to her table in the restaurant and they right, were right. asking them for papers we and broke they were kicking that. them out. 
we broke that story, huh, A-Rod? We, we broke that. Um, yeah, yes. yeah, it's so, funny because we woke up this morning and had messages from Fox News, Breitbart, and my DMs are just DMs like, where'd you guys get this? Where'd you guys get this? Because it's out there. People see it. It's it's insane. You Like, we cannot have this happening. And politicians are so scared for whatever reason because we can, we can theorize a lot of reasons of why they're scared to do the right thing for the people. But that's mm-hmm. that's another discussion. Politicians are scared to do the right thing for the people, and the people need to mobilize and vote the proper way to get them out of office. Because one of the things that Trump was able to do effectively as as a, a candidate and as a president was if there were certain people on, on the Republican side who were not in line or who weren't doing the right thing or who weren't for what they said they were for, he would get them primaried. Mm. So I think that by beating AOC, I will be able to have that kind of for lack of a better term, star power to be able to say, Hey, I am who I say I am. I'm legit. And this guy is not, is not doing what he said he was going to do. So maybe yeah. that might influence them. If, if they have the potential to get primaried, we have, we just have to build a community to where right. we're all on the same page. And I think yeah. that in getting elected, I'll be maybe the only person to speak to people about what's really going on. I'm not just going to say, Hey, this is why I voted for this. I'm going to say, look, this is what they're trying to do with this bill. This is from the source because I'm the one reading it. I'm the one looking at it. And this is what's going on. So you need to figure out who you're going to vote for because this is, this is what they're trying to push. And I think that if we can get to that stage, then we'll be able to influence a, a lot of politics moving forward because nobody is speaking directly to the people. Nobody's giving you directly the information. Everybody's just trying to, you know, be a politician and, you know, look good on camera and, and do this and that. But in reality, they need to just be, be normal. There's no difference. You're you're just a normal person. It's just a job. That's it. Right. Well, yeah, I, just really your last, I just offered your last answer. I'd vote for you. Thank you. <laughs> I just yeah. that last hey, but but so, brother, I was going to tell you that it's just very sad because I'm over here. Me and A Rod over here in California, and to like to the whole nation, California and New York are like the laughing stock of America. It just goes to show. But Democrats, whenever they're in control, they destroy everything. You know what I mean? And that's the definition of insanity is when you keep doing the same thing expecting a different result i don't know why people keep putting these democrats in there and we see what what they're doing to california and new york it's just insanity people need to just quit doing that and i mean quit getting like and she's one of the main ones that's a a race hustler she's always everything trying to push race trying to use race to divide it's just disgusting she's one of the most disgusting ones in there that does that but like the sister michelle said earlier it she's dangerous because like everybody we forgot about that that she's a member of the squad the straight america hating come you know what i mean yeah she's from the the squad so that that alone right there should make every american know that don't vote for her because she's part of the squad and we know and then to me i think what are your thoughts on this because i know is uh, i mean new york has a big uh jewish population over there in new york and look at about all the anti-semitic stuff her and the uh the squad they're totally anti-semitic and all of that so i don't know how any jewish person could vote for her or Democrats, but especially her and anybody from the squad for all the stuff that they say against Israel. I just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, the the Jewish community in New York has been abused uh, thoroughly since the beginning of COVID because of, you know, 
de Blasio and the way that he treated them during, you know, either religious ceremonies, um, weddings, them protesting, he, he just violated them completely. And he disregarded their rights. He, he completely marginalized them. And that was through actions and mandates. He just, it was, it was obscene and it was insane the way that the media wouldn't cover it. They were just like, oh, you know, de Blasio was just kind of telling them they can't do this. Or, you know, de Blasio sends uh, police to arrest, I don't know how many, 50 or 100 different Jewish people at a, at a wedding that there was. It's just insane the way they're being treated in, 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 in New York when they have massive pocket communities here that are very, very influential. Um, but with AOC and her stance against, you know, Israel and just how she's so wishy-washy with it, you know, she's either... She, she's 100% against it, even though she doesn't know why. And she's saying that, you know, she was so outspoken against it and saying that she was going to vote against them getting funding. Then AOC has a conversation with her. She starts crying and then she goes back on her word. It's just, you know, it's it's more proof on not only can you not depend on her because right. she doesn't stand for what you stand for, but even if you agree with the insane ideologies that she has, all she has to do is get put in check by Nancy Pelosi and then she's going to flip on that too. So nobody can rely on her. You know, she's so dumb. Remember when she said that uh, somebody at the border, one of the people were eating, drinking out of the toilets, but it was just so hard. Nice. Yeah. yeah nice. And she's <laughs> one of the main yeah, ones that's pushing the, I was like, bro, she, hey, she was the one of the main ones pushing the defund the police too. That was, she was one of the main ones yeah. that was all anti-police, anti-defunding the police. And minorities, we don't want that. We know we don't want, no, I don't know any person that I know hey, that would no. want to defund the police. That's totally ridiculous, especially us minorities. We know what havoc that would be. You know what I mean? And can you believe that's how the mindset of she is to say to defund the police? She's totally wrong for America. But you have anything else, Michelle? Or is that it? I think that's all I have. But yeah, all right. we're so happy to have you on, Desi. And I'm very happy for you guys having me. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. And also, and just, just I wanted to give you, Desi, give your last little a speech to let everybody know that's in New York, that's undecided or whatever. Why should they vote for you over AOC? If you care about the community and you want somebody who's actually going to represent you, regardless of if you're Latino or not you have to just look at the facts and the way that things are laid out from the democratic perspective and how they don't care about you. Democratic party, I've said it before, they only care about you if you're a criminal. So if, if you want to be viewed as an individual that contributes to society, if you want your streets to get better, if you want the world around you to change in, in, in a start, you know, in a way that's going to start to be more positive, then you have to go to the ballot box and you have to decide who you're going to vote for. And, with me, I'm somebody who I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm somebody that I care and I, I can't pretend not to care. And I feel like if enough people, they just get to know me, they're going to realize that what I intend to do is something that truly is going to either help them or if I can help them, I'll step away. You know, I'm not somebody, like I said, I don't think that politicians should be there for the career. I don't think they should be there for 30 years. If in a certain number of years, let's say four years, six years, if, if I cannot achieve what I hope to achieve in office and I see that um, there's nothing's getting done, I'll step away and let somebody else try and do it because I don't, I, it's not, it's not about power. It's just about making the community better. And also more people should run. Absolutely. More people should run in every district. If, if you care about this, if you don't know anything, it doesn't matter. Run, start to learn, do the best that you can 
And if, if you care about your community, then that is the best way to start. So mm-hmm. I think that if, if people just want better for their country and they should give it a shot because what's, what's the worst that can happen? You know, we get another, another AOC. And then after this, it's going to be downhill. This next election in 2022, I think this is, if, if we can't get her out in 2022, it's not going to happen. We're going to have another 25 years of AOC. And by that point, you know, who knows what's going to happen. So this is going to be the most integral point in our history to be able to get her out because this red wave that was started by Donald Trump, essentially, it's not going to happen too many more times. So. Yeah. So uh, also too, I want you to uh, let everybody know how they could help uh, donate like A-Rod, you know, I mean, A-Rod say this all the time because like, we've been angry at the, uh, the GOP lately. So we're saying stop giving your money to the GOP and all that. Just give it to certain candidates that you know are good, that you know are righteous, like this brother Desi. Instead of giving to the GOP and all that, give to these candidates because we need to put American yeah. first patriot candidates in there. So donate to good individual campaigns and, and uh, candidates instead of the GOP. But go ahead and let them know, brother, uh, uh, how they could help you out or how they could find you and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, DJC for NY.com. That's the quickest way to just go and donate. Um, my website for the campaign is desiquayar.com. But, you know, DJ, you could you could get there through DJC for NY.com. My, my last name is a little bit insane to spell. Um, but if you go to djcfriendy.com, that's the easiest way you could donate. You can go through the, the website there. Um, and then, then that's basically it. Go ahead and close it out. Hey, Rod. Yeah, bro. You know, I, I, you have the right temperament for it. I'm going to tell you this right now. I feel bro, you're going to go far in this. Um, you seem honest. And I think that goes a long way right now when a lot of people are not trusting any politicians on either side, because right when they get in, they, they, are not doing what they're saying or they're just going along with everybody else. And I think you have the right temperament. I don't think that you're going to be rattled easily. Um, I think maybe the experience you've had in the past military, I don't know what it is, but I can tell that you're, you're the right man for the, for the job right now. And I just hope that the people will see that. And I hope the GOP will get behind you. And, um, and I, I think the sky's the limit for you, bro. And you're definitely right. What you said, hundred percent, everybody should run, even though you don't know anything run and that just goes to tell me right now and the term limits that just goes to t- everybody if you guys are watching and you know anybody in his district or you know anybody in the area that can help him out the fact that he said there's term limits and he does not want to do this for his whole life goes to show you that he wants to make a change um in your community not that he wants to make a living and i think that was really good bro so thank you for coming on we appreciate you and um, you guys uh, join us next time for the legs of war room thank you god bless and you guys take care God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Uh